Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed, sponsored by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Visit expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Get that taken care of today. Uh, welcome. Hope your weekend was a great one filled with all kinds of fun and adventure. Because that's what's going on right now. Fun and adventure, isn't it? Oh. I will say this. Uh, a lot more traffic out uh, over the weekend, I think, than, than there has been. I think you know, we've got some stories about some quarantine fatigue. Ah, uh, yeah. I think that's settling in. And people have kind of had enough. Kind of tired of it. Yeah. Also, we got a new Pat, Pat Gray bingo card. Uh, it is stapled. It is pinned to the top of, uh, of our Twitter page. And you will find there... Uh, At Pat Unleashed. These Pat Gray-isms. Uh, Whoa, Nelly. I guess that's the Keith Jackson thing. Whoa, Nelly! There of it is. That doesn't count. Uh, that's CGI, <laughs> which is a fairly new thing. At some point, you've made enough money. Mm-hmm. At some point, you made enough money. Yeah, a lot of these now. All one right. thing that Just Two Muck and Fudge has started doing is putting these little speakers on some of these squares to denote that they're that's sound bites. Yeah, coming from your box over there. Yep. All right, right. Uh, Keith does a Bernie impression. Mm-hmm. Comrade, often accompanied by maybe some Soviet national anthem. So stirring, isn't it? It's lovely. Mm. Just makes you want to do something for the collective. <laughs> uh, Keith, what is happening? Oh, okay. And you, then we've got. That? Okay. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Stand Up Chuck. Stand Up Chuck, let me see you. Mm-hmm. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. God love you. I, I forgot you're a cripple. Ah, you can't stand up. All right, well, sit back down then, Chuck. <laughs> then we've got quote unquote. <clears throat> How do you pay for it? Man, eh, you just do. Snobby privileged voice? Oh, sorry, there's something like this, I suppose. Souls. Uh, Al Roker pooped his pants. You uh, pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah. What? You uh, pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> That should be the middle square. <laughs> yes, it should. I, uh, I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Yeah. Then we got uh, John Kerry's uh, chasm. We There's shouted out across that, that chasm. I'm Israel. Israel. There's a chasm. Unmitigated gall. Je ne sais quoi. We're worried that uh, Guam will uh, tip over. Capsize. We shouted out across Oops. that. That's not what I meant to do. This. My, my that fear is that, is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly, overly populated that it, it will, will tip over and uh, and capsize. <laughs> uh, then we got German accent. I sawed this boat in half. <laughs> I saw this boat in half. Uh, Warren Fat Piece of Crap Buffett. Uh-huh. What's your favorite word? Oh, oh, uh, boy. That yeah. one snuck in there, huh? It did. A little Nancy. Uh-huh. This, of course. This, no, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh. They ask me all the time, what is your favorite this? this what, what is your favorite, favorite that? that? What's your what favorite, favorite that? that? And one time, what, what is, is your, your favorite, favorite word? word? 
And I said, my favorite, favorite word, word that, that is, is really easy. easy. Mm. My so favorite word is, is the word. The word. The, the word. <laughs> then we have uh, Jeffy. I got it. <laughs> uh, this time, this time, he's pissed. Jeffy excuses something shady. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's uh, like all the time. Uh-huh. That could happen at any moment. Any moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, a little Al Sharpton. Little Al Sharpton, Michael Ziha Bilaba. Michael Ziha Bilaba. He's <laughs> trying to say Michael Bibo. Oh. Michael Ziha Bilaba. Uh, the Cardinal Tobin thing. That's I'm thinking that's going to be pretty easy to knock that one out. Yeah. You know we've got to consult Cardinal Tobin on everything. On everything. On virtually everything. Did you consult? An attorney? Uh, I called up Cardinal Tobin, mm-hmm. uh, Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark. Right. Yeah. And then the final final square. Oh no, we lost him. <sighs> we lost him. Yeah. Yeah. We may or may not have lost Kim Jong Un or whatever the latest guy is uh, over there in North Korea. Mm-hmm. All sorts of reports this weekend from brain dead to he's totally dead to he's totally fine. Mm-hmm. All over the map. Lindsey Graham was speculating that. Uh, that he's dead because you don't you don't let this rumor go on it was his point right with a world leader uh without showing no here he is see look at mm-hmm. he's alive and well he's fine oh, and they uh, haven't done that and boy the leftists mm-hmm. this weekend are talking about you know the sister taking over and oh my gosh if you had told me that north korea would have had a female leader before us. I would have thought you were crazy. Oh, jeez. Shut uh, up. And what was the one guy's like, uh, <sighs> I forgot one writer was like, uh, North Korea is going to have a female leader before America. Let that sink in. Oh, my. I can't. I can't. Okay. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, mm-hmm. a brutal, another brutal dictator. Um, so, congratulations. I guess you won uh, the pool if, uh, if you had North Korea as the first to have a female dictator over the United States. Um, but anyhow, that's where we're at in, in uh, mm-hmm. 2020. Japanese are reporting that uh, Kim Jong-un's health uh, is really bad. He's in a vegetative state. Um, so who knows? We'll see. Now, you if you remember back to the, uh, the Olympic Games in South Korea, the Summer Games 2016, she was, she was compared to Ivanka Trump because she went down to uh, South Korea, and she was, oh, the press fell all over her. They just loved her so much. She's so elegant. She's so beautiful. <laughs> are, uh, I'm sorry, are we, we're talking about the same person here, right? Um, anyway, they, they absolutely fawned all over her. And based on the reports that I've seen, she's about as brutal, it seems, as her brother is. And so even if he is in a coma or dead, I, I don't expect much common sense to come out of South uh, North Korea anyway. So we'll see, but the, uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, kept a couple of eyes on the NFL draft over the weekend. Yeah, baby. Most watched in history, as you might expect, 55 million people over three days. <laughs> 55 million Wow. It's incredible. Tell me we're not starved for just anything sports-related. So we all got to watch uh, Roger Roger Goodell read off names from his basement. Yeah, and it went off without a hitch. Yeah, it did. I thought it went went really well. well. Average audience uh, of 8.2 million viewers on ABC, ESPN, 
NFL Network, ESPN Deportes, uh-huh. and digital channels uh, shattered the old mark. 35% increase from the old record of 6.2 million viewers in 2019. So, uh, hopefully everybody was pleased with the draft picks their team went with. I thought mine were pretty much uniformly stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can't be happy. No, he can't. Oh, I'm sure he's really hacked off. Mm. Uh, but somebody who made out really well over the weekend didn't have anything to do with the draft necessarily, but Taysom Hill got his contract. <laughs> Did you see that? Do you see the contract they gave him? Uh-huh. $21 million <laughs> over two years. $21 million. So essentially they gave him this year's $4.6 million and then $16 million for next year. <laughs> Jeez! Congratulations to uh, Dad Bod Blog, who um, predicted correctly that we would be discussing Taysom Hill's contract well, this morning. Of course, we're going to discuss Taysom Hill's so contract this why? morning. Okay, so they've got Drew Brees for another season. They mm-hmm. just signed Jameis Win- Winston for a season. Yeah. Okay, that's got to make pro- you happy. And they promised Taysom was going to be the second string quarterback. And they drafted another quarterback. And they drafted another one State. in the seventh round, what? who is supposed to be a mini Taysom Hill. So I guess what, you're going to get another season of, of Breeze being the starter, Taysom Hill's the backup, and then that Mississippi State kid will be the third stringer. And I'm guessing... No, uh, Jameis Winston will be the third nah, stringer. I was talking to a guy over the weekend who said that... Uh, They'll probably just trade Jameis uh, during the preseason when somebody gets hurt somewhere. Oh, maybe. So that's maybe. a good way to look at it. Maybe. I don't know. Unless they're really thinking that if Breeze goes down, they're yeah. not ready to make Taysom <laughs> the starter. And they put Jameis in again. Yeah. And this little contract he just signed was a nice way to salve that wound. I don't know. It was nice for the... <laughs> yeah. uh, the Huskers uh, last season didn't have anyone drafted for the first time in 57 years. Their 57-season streak snapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had a couple of guys, uh, a couple of twin brothers, uh, get drafted this year. So Did that they? was good. Um, BYU, my goodness, no what draft happened picks. there? No I, thought, draft. I thought you guys had some guys uh, that were Not this worth year. considering. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of underclassmen, but they're both coming back. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. We had a tight end and a nose guard that were considered draft uh probabilities but they came back to school so that's yeah. even better philadelphia got their own swiss army knife they got uh jalen hurts right oh so behind carson Wentz, that's gonna be interesting but uh yeah uh I- i'm pleased with one guy in particular the falcons got uh you want to see the video pick. yeah marlon uh, davidson marlon davidson yeah watch this you see love you like most it. about the game what do you love I most love about the game most about the game is that this is true now okay this is true okay i love most about the game is that i can literally go out there mm-hmm. and hit a man consistently and pound him and the police not come. <laughs> that is the most enjoyable moment about ball. Is to go out there and just oh really abuse somebody. And then they won't <laughs> say nothing about it in the press, anything. <laughs> I ain't on no headlines and handcuffs, no mug shots, no nothing. I'm out here just physically abusing a man. <laughs> there you go. There okay. There's your second uh, round pick. All right. Um, That's great. Let's, let's, uh, let's mm. play within the rules and uh, mm-hmm. be memorable, Marlon. Welcome to the Falcons. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's the kind of guy you want on your team. <laughs> and, uh, Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, until the court date. Yeah, right. Then, and then you kind of distance yourself. But that's until then, right. it's going to be fun watching him on Sundays. 
You can you can abuse people and the police don't come. No handcuffs, no mugshot, no press. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that okay. guy. Okay, all right. Then we had uh, douchebag senator uh, Chris Murphy <laughs> from Connecticut uh, tweeting about the draft. This this is such asinine nonsense. Yeah, I'm glued to the NFL draft like most other sports fans. Oh, cool. Me. All right, cool. But. Uh-oh. It just reminds me of how immoral the football syndicate is. Oh, shut up, you. College football trains players for the pros, pays the trainees nothing, and forces them to endure three years of head drama before getting a single paycheck. There's not a word of truth in that. They they don't play for free. Okay, they're getting a college education. They're, they're getting all of that for free. Hmm. Uh, and they are not forced to endure anything. They don't have to play football. <laughs> they don't. They don't have to do this training period of three or four years. They can do something else. Go work at McDonald's mm. yeah. and see if you can make seven million dollars a year doing that. Yeah, he wasn't done there. <laughs> he kept tweeting uh, Thursday idiot. night or Friday night. So ridiculous. What else we got? What's He's obviously compl- comparing this to slave labor. And then and then he talks about how hard not to notice all the shots of filthy rich almost exclusively white coaches GMs and team presidents drafting almost exclusively African American players. Wow. What is that a bad thing? Uh who've been forced to work for free for 3 years in order to get a shot to be Again, no yeah, they you, already, you already made that point, Chris. And they haven't been forced to work and, for free right for 3 years. And right after he tweeted this, did he not step down from his Senate seat and give it to uh, an African American man? Yeah, I wish. Uh-huh. Okay. And so he's so weird. Look at this. Then then a few hours later, a couple hours later, when the Giants uh draft someone from Connecticut, his home state, he tweets this. Congrats to Matt Pert, a big part of last year's fantastic <laughs> UConn O-line. And welcome to Giants Nation. Look at that. Giants take a Husky in the third round. Nice. I mean, is this guy schizophrenic or what? Wow. Uh, Chris mm. Murphy, your senator from the state of Connecticut. A hypocrite. Totally weird, man. It's like somebody normal took over his Twitter account for that tweet. Oh, that's what it was. That was a staffer. That was a staffer that tweeted that one out, huh? What do you think? I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. I mean, you can't understand that because you're the only one that has access to your Twitter account. Right. So you don't understand my point is that someone on his staff must have access to that Twitter account of Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Uh, I just, I I can't, he acts like... They're these white guys, and they're not all white, by the way, uh, but these white guys are drafting almost exclusively African-American players. Well, like, that's a that's a bad thing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a merit-based system there, Chris. And so those African-American players uh, have gotten the, dr- the job of their dreams, and they're all going to be millionaires. And, and that's terrible. It's a slave system. He doesn't want black men to be financially successful. Maybe not. That's what he's saying. Jeez. Wow, Senator Amazing. Murphy. Despicable. Have you no shame. Uh, all right, the classic learning test. Let me tell you about um, this alternative to the SAT and the ACT. Now, the College Board is responsible for the SAT, and they are as progressive a group as you will find. They want to indoctrinate your high school students 
In fact, they changed the test so that the curriculum in school would have to be changed as well to correspond with the test, the SAT test. Uh, you can skip all that nonsense now. Um, in fact, this was meant to, uh, to come to fruition probably next year, but they have already had it ready. And since everybody's uh, stuck at home, they found that this was a great way to uh, start up the CLT, the classic learning test. Because rather than canceling any tests due to COVID-19, CLT has tripled the testing dates available for this spring. And they're making the CLT available to students via remote proctoring at home. It's been developing and piloting this new technology for about a year now. Many parents and students in America still don't know about the CLT as a third option. And many colleges are, are just now looking into it as a solution. But these exams are taken online in just two hours with same-day results. Classic learning test. It's been used by tens of thousands of students, hundreds of colleges, and it provides the most accurate and rigorous measure of academic formation, accomplishment, and potential. To register for the April uh, 29th CLT 10, visit cltexam.com. The exam can be taken from the comfort of your own home. It's cltexam.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yes, it is. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, the president has now said that these press briefings are not worth his time. <clears throat> There was a little controversy uh, over the weekend, especially Oh boy! <laughs> about the UV light and the disinfectant. Now, the UV light inside your body, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know how you work that out. You know what? That, that actually was a, uh, a, a video that um, someone put out there and that a reporter got removed from YouTube because it actually supported Trump's <coughs> point. The UV light stuff. And they took him off YouTube? Because a reporter said, hey, I don't think this is uh, follows community standards. And YouTube's like, oh, crap, does it make Trump look good? You're right. It doesn't follow community standards. So they got that one pulled. Hmm. Now, I can't I can't help you on that other one, though. The disinfectant? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's probably. I mean, but the, these reports of people using disinfectants, ingesting them, come on. <laughs> I, first of all, I don't believe it. Nobody, just because Trump was riffing or babbling about disinfectants inside the body, which he now says he was being sarcastic about, but oh my gosh, that was not sarcasm. No. That was not. He was not, not being sarcastic. No. Uh, (laughs) I mean, sometimes you just got to say, look. Yeah. Okay. My bad. But what do you, well, listen to it. A question that probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. We'll the right, folks who could. right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out mm-hmm. in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that? 
by injection inside or or oh boy. almost a cleaning because you see it gets on the lungs almost and it a, almost a does cleaning. a tremendous yeah. number of the lungs so it'd be interesting to check that so that you're gonna have to use okay. medical doctors with but it sounds uh -huh. it sounds interesting to me so we'll see uh -huh. but the whole concept of the light the way it kills it in one minute <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty powerful pretty powerful uh, Steve, please yeah uh okay do you go from that to, well, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to take some in disinfectant into my system right now. I'm going to drink this bottle of Clorox. I mean, that's, come on now. Come on. Who's doing that? Jeez. <clears throat> but they say yeah. uh, there was an inordinate, inordinate amount of people who did it, <clears throat> especially in New York, I guess, uh, after the president's announcement. Oh, you, oh in New York? <clears throat> oh, now I believe it. I mean, that, <laughs> it's just, it's so ridiculous. Uh, first of all, I wish he would not just start talking out of his butt like that on <laughs> national television. It would be really nice if he wouldn't do that. And maybe that's, maybe he was finally convinced to stop with the briefing because he can't help himself. Yeah, yeah. He just, he can't. He can't stop himself. Once he has an idea in his head, it must come out his mouth. <laughs> Or his thumbs on Twitter. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So what, he came out there this weekend and just quickly uh, said us a few things and said goodbye. Yeah. Didn't on Saturday. On on Sunday. Sunday, they just skipped it entirely. Correct. Yeah. They're, they're not doing it. And I, I don't know if that's permanent, uh, but maybe it is. Yeah, he I tweeted think he's out, tired of it. Yeah, he tweeted out something that made it sound like, maybe I just won't do them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They get record ratings, and the American people get nothing but fake news. Not worth the time and effort. <laughs> oh, man. Then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute. One minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside? Or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets in the lungs, and it does a tremendous number on the lungs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, there you have it. I don't. I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know where that came from, frankly. I just don't know where that came from. No, no, no. So there you are, uh, boy. Interesting though, as uh, we progress along this uh, COVID trail, uh, I noticed at Walmart this weekend they've got on the aisles they've got little green arrows saying you can go this way on this one, and then there's a red X at the other end of the aisle. Say no, no, no! Don't go this way, please. Really? This is this is getting ridiculous. Mm. I will go down whatever aisle I want in <gasps> whatever direction I want. No, you won't, with Mister. or without a mask, if I want. Not if you don't want to be arrested. Yeah. Well, that's Keith uh, Melanek was arrested for going the wrong way down a grocery store aisle. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would totally be true. It yeah. could happen. Yeah, that could happen in the United States of America right now. Ugh. That's how weird things are. Uh, but things slowly but surely mm. are, you know, well, I mean, we've got some good news, <laughs> some bad news. Yeah. You have planes parked on runways. Oh, yeah. That's uh, kind of depressing. Yeah, take a look at this. Look at that. Look at that. This is a, an airport in California where I believe um, there's a mile's worth of uh planes in multiple directions. I don't know exactly, but there's thousands of planes here parked from different uh, airlines 
Oh, and, and they're just using it to right. as a storage facility? Yeah, like? yeah. Now, see, and wow. I know that there's a half a dozen spirit planes at a little airport <laughs> uh, just outside of town here that I happened to drive by and see. Hmm. I thought, oh, wow, so they're parking those. And apparently over here at DFW, there's a mile-long runway that's nothing but American Airlines planes parked. Oh, really? I mean, this is depressing. This is bad. So Very. This is uh, just one look, at that. one look. Yeah, I mean, look at this. And then as this is going on on the right-hand side, you can't see over there, there's a bunch of Southwest planes. So while we've got this long line of wow. planes, we've got another one over there. There you go, see? And then it just continues on and on, off into the background. It's just terrible. Then we have uh, some clips of a business owner in Arizona getting arrested for, because, well, his business... Uh, not essential? Was open. Yeah, it was open. And apparently not essential. Was he selling crack out of the business? No. That's no, what I'm wondering. No. Waiting for the rest of the story. Was he here. torturing and killing people inside the business? Oh. No, no, no. he wasn't. No. The Here's the problem. What? He was it was open. <laughs> it was it was open for business. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. So check this out. Uh this is great. The mayor is looking into businesses. The mayor is because his proclamation under the governor, which is authorized by our state constitution. You know what? I I'm not allowed to talk politics at work. I know, but I'm telling um, you, you know, this is what you. One thing, well, any, every mayor is going to have to follow this. I showed him. I showed him my license. And I showed you my license. You did, and I took a picture of it, and it will be included with yeah. this report. So see, that's the thing. I showed you a license. In the you want to. The law says I can sell this, and I can sell anything else along with it. There you go. See? See, look, you figured it out. See? How are you doing? Yeah. We open today. Absolutely. Yeah, because he's selling hay now. I believe. Oh. You have already been given one about being open, not being open. You're not supposed to be open, the cop says. How are you in compliance? But he brought in some hay. That Yeah, so now I'm selling hay, and so according to the law... The, I, I can be open if I, I, can, I sell I can hay. sell anything. And they're like, oh, no, well, you didn't Indian do this in time. Store. Look at that, see? I'm handling hay. I am handling hay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm handling paper towels, food. What does it matter Dog when he food, started selling them? If he's selling them now, he should be in compliance, yes? As far as I'm concerned, yeah. This is Arizona, by the way. Yeah, anything. The cops are stuck. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'd like to point out, again, police officers not social distancing and wearing masks. Right. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. He just adds hay to yeah. his... Can I see your license real quick? To his inventory. Oh, no. That, okay. Oh, that, that one cop does have a mask on. Okay, cool. All right. Very good. Can I see your license? I don't want you to feel like we're harassing you. <laughs> you don't want me to. Well, then get out. <laughs> What's the word we you would use, man? Then, then get out of my store, please. If you don't want me to feel like you're harassing me. That's why we're here. Are you gonna buy some hay? Opened after you were told not to. No. When did this change? When did you get this change? That's true. Doesn't matter. So he is trying to wave around. And now he's calling back. Licensing. He's now a department store. Uh, He's now a department store. So it says issue 24. So, but they're not this harassing is, him, Pat. This is ridiculous yep. in the United States of America. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Awesome. You know, and, and the cops are stuck because they're told to do this. Uh, it just—it's 
It's horrific. Yeah. It's un-American. Can we stop with it, please? And I don't know if you want to play the last clip. But the I last do. clip is just, okay. Yeah, check this out. Time for the handcuffs. Nah, do they really cuff him? For me? Yep. Get out of here. There oh, we are. Oh, no. Good old U.S. of A. Take the money, will you? These guys don't trust you. No, we're not going to take your money. I just need your driver's license. That's it. There you go. That's all we ask for is your identification. You're about driving. No, you guys are violating me. You don't have the right to even touch me. You don't even have a right to touch me. Do you want her to take this cash or do you want it to go with you? You don't have a right to touch me. Do you want this cash to go with you? Give it to her. Okay, ma'am. And give her my wallet. And you don't have a right to get in my wallet. Do you have, do you have a way to go down to the department? But they're not harassing him, Pat. No, right. Because I don't give you an ID. So under Arizona revised statutes, if he fails to identify himself, that's an arrestable offense. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. All I needed was his driver's license, and that was it. But they let a guy go from Rikers Island, and he rapes somebody afterwards well yeah you want to protect the rapist from covid19 yeah right that's right but this guy take him in that's unreal for selling hay at the wrong time believable how did the hay not work for him (laughs) you can when you can sell hay how did that not work (laughs) unbelievable help us triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three welcome to quarantine uh And welcome to the Soviet Union. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. DMX DM tweets. I thought America already had a female dictator. Governor Karen of Michigan. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Charles H seventy one. Never had a female president? How do they know how all the presidents have identified? Oh, yeah, that's right. We had the gay guy, right? Good point. Mm -hmm. Jeffy's 18 Spoons. Uh, Sounds to me like Senator Murphy is disappointed in the lack of white supremacy from the NFL draft. Yep. Of course, the first guy chosen, white. White. Oh, snap. First guy chosen. The next 973 were not white. Uh, but the first one chosen <laughs> was white. <laughs> uh, not a lot of white guys in this draft. Mm. Certainly not in the first round. Uh, I missed the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh round. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Shoot. I know that uh, Falcons got a white punter. Did they? Yeah. A, p- a punter. Yeah, we got a punter. Of course. Okay. Syracuse. Mm, all right. Got some hang time. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm excited then for the Falcons. Are you? That's great. Yeah. A couple of reports here, conflicting reports. Disneyland and Disney World may not reopen until 2021. No way. I don't think so either. I think they open up. I mean, don't they have to open this summer? They've got to. I mean, there was two articles over the weekend. (laughs) One said January 1st and one said this summer. And I guess uh, when's May 4th? Is that a week from today? Yeah. They're having some weird, uh, you know, like... Uh, investors call for so, D- Disney is yeah so I'm sure we'll get more information then okay yeah Disney theme parks may stay closed for the rest of the year according to this report that's the newest advice from financial firm UBS for Disneyland in California and Walt Disney World Florida Mm-mm. UBS said it now expects the parks to open January 1st at 50% capacity in the first six months 75% capacity for the remaining um, months of 2021 jeez no way 
Wow. I'll be stunned if, if that's what comes out. The uh, new UBS outlook more closely reflects the timetable presented by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh. I don't think Disneyland and Disney World should open until 2021. Well, now you tell me. I didn't know Fauci said that. Yeah, well, Fauci said it. It's gospel. So, yeah, okay. Well, you then know. my bad. I stand corrected. If, yeah. You what know. are you, stupid? Don't ever go against Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. President Cardinal <laughs> Anthony Fauci. Dictator. Uh, okay, so now we have uh, some experts that are starting to worry then maybe quarantine fatigue is setting in. Gosh, do you think? Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, there's only so many <clears throat> projects you can do around the house. Researchers uh, tracking smartphone data say they recently made a disturbing discovery for the first time since states began implementing stay-at-home orders, orders <clears throat> in mid-March. To limit the spread of the virus, Americans are staying home less. Wait till you hear how much less, too. <laughs> it's going to shake you to your core. Right. Did it go from like 90% of us staying home to 10% of us staying home? And, and remember, the, uh, the metric they're using, right, is travel less than a mile per day. Yeah, from your home. From your home. Um, and that doesn't, I think that does not include work travel, right? And so... They can even differentiate between the travel you're doing, like to the grocery store and to work, because they're tracking us. Boy, I don't like it. They're tracking us. Uh, whether you like it or not, you're being tracked with your phone. Hmm. So here's the incredible decline. Uh, it went from 33% staying home to 31% staying home. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and experts agree. <coughs> this is troubling. Yeah. People aren't aren't taking these serious. So disturbing. I'm really disturbed by that. I will say I did notice a much higher volume in people out. And I went to the store, uh, the grocery store, mm -hmm. on Saturday, and there were a lot of people in there. Yeah, yeah. They they stopped counting. Uh, used to be a police officer standing at the door of my super Walmart. Yeah. And someone up there counting how many people <clears throat> are coming in. Oh. They're uh, not doing that now. Nope. Now, no, they replaced they replaced the police officer with the the green and red stickers on the floor of each aisle. That's the enforcement now. So that's a good sign. Mm, yeah. Me. I mean, as annoying and patronizing as it is to see stickers on a floor, at least at least they're not. At least they're not limiting the number of people going in. Yeah. At least we don't have an armed officer of the law <clears throat> at the entrance now. Did you see? We've got graphics for the the top 10 states with the most deaths. And I realize there's things with population and, you know, per capita or whatever, but would you mm -hmm. be interested in seeing mm -hmm. where the most deaths are? Let's do the 10 deadliest states. There they are. New York, obviously leading the way. New Jersey, number two, obviously Michigan, Massachusetts, Connecticut, because it's basically suburban New York. Uh, then you got Pennsylvania, Illinois, Louisiana, California, and Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And Big difference from, uh, 1 to 10, New York has 21,349 deaths. Florida has 1,012. Right. Now, let's see the states with the least number of deaths thus far, shall we? Wyoming was seven. Mm. Wow. Alaska, then South Dakota, who has been open for business pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Hawaii, Montana, North Dakota, West Virginia, Utah, Vermont, and Arkansas. Yeah, and they're all less populous states obviously right and so eight states never put 
into effect any kind of lockdown orders mm-hmm. for their citizens. Mm-hmm. Five of those eight states that are n- up there are, are on the least death rate. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling. I think there's something to this herd immunity thing. Yeah, I really do. I, and I think I think it's time we got to it. Mm-hmm. Let's just do that because we need to get going again. And you know we've had we've had some uh, medical officials talk about how the CDC making them change the way they're doing the death certificates. Well, now we have doctors coming out talking about how this stuff is is like the lockdown orders themselves aren't helping. And I don't know when you would want to get to it, but we have a couple of California doctors now coming out and saying, in the lockdowns, please. Yeah, and a Stanford doctor is saying that. Uh, former chief of neuroradiology at Stanford said the U.S. needs to end the lockdowns and adopt a more targeted approach. Now, what you're supposed to do, he says, is protect the elderly and people with underlying health conditions already. So... Those those sections of our population should, in fact, be segregated and be locked down and not go anywhere. The rest of us should be out developing the herd mentality or the herd immunity. And once the herd immunity happens, it also protects the elderly and those with underlying conditions. I mean, you should maybe we can uh, tweet this out because it's a really good article. Oh, good. And it's uh, it makes a lot of sense, and we're not do- we're just not doing it. I wonder if the video we have includes one of those doctors, because I-, I think this might even be a separate doctor from that study that's basically saying mm. the same thing. Um, All right, let's play that. Let's see. I say, do we need to still shelter in place? Our answer is emphatically no. Do we need businesses to be shut down? Emphatically no. Do we need to have? Wow. Do we need to test them? and get them back to work? Yes, we do. Doctors Dan Erickson and Artin Masihi, both co-owners of the five accelerated urgent care facilities in Kern County, say they have tested 5,213 patients within the county for the coronavirus. That makes up for over half of all testing done here. They say their data and research qualifies their statement. Is the flu less dangerous than COVID? Let's look at the death rates. No, it's not. They're similar in prevalence and in death rate. So we are saying that our response now, now that we know the facts, it's time to get back to work. The White House Coronavirus Task Force expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci says otherwise, Uh with national Uh research showing COVID-19 cases to be over 10 times as lethal than the flu. But Fauci's decades of experience as an immunologist and physician holds no weight in the eyes of Erickson and Masihi. We're actually seeing the patients. (laughs) Dr. Fauci hasn't seen a patient for 20 years. White House health officials have reported more than 800,000 COVID-19 cases with just over 46,000 deaths across the nation. But Erickson says that quarantining is a health hazard in and of itself. We understand microbiology, we understand immunology, and we want strong immune systems. I don't want to hide in my home, develop a weak immune system, and then come out and get disease. Reporting the disease, Erickson claims, is being forced onto healthcare professionals. ER doctors now, my friends that I talk to say, you know, it's interesting, when I'm, when I'm writing up my death report, I'm being pressured to add COVID. Why is that? <laughs> Why are we being pressured to add COVID? to maybe increase the numbers and make it look a little bit worse than it is? I think so. According to Erickson, there is something much larger at play here. This is not about science, and it's not even about COVID. When they use the word safe, 
The word safe, if you listen to the word safe, that's about controlling you. So when I talk to all my ER doctors who work in a hospital, no stake in the game, same opinion. Wow. That is amazing. Uh, that's <laughs> what a great line. He hasn't, he hasn't seen a patient in 20 years. These guys are seeing patients. Safe equals control. It was about a virus, and now it's about control. Control a virus instead of coronavirus. Get it? See the little meme here? Oh, it's, yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah. It's the, yeah. uh, See the meme. Control a virus. Mm-hmm. Control yeah. a virus. That's what it is. There you go. There yeah, it is. There it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Patriot Mobile. I uh, got an announcement from our friends there that to help Americans stay in touch with loved ones. During this difficult time, they've reduced their prices even further. Right now, let their U.S.-based uh, their U.S.-based customer service team design your customized family plan for only $25, $35, $45, or $55, depending on your needs. Patriot Mobile will never charge you hidden fees. And unlike Big Mobile, they won't send your hard-earned money to Planned Parenthood or gun-grabbing Democrats. They have the same conservative values that you do. And switching is easy. They've really seen to it that it's not a hassle to change. You can keep your phone number or you can get a new one if you want. You can bring your phone to the new plan or you can get a new one if you want. They make it as easy as possible for you. So join uh, the Patriot Mobile family of Americans who love their country today. Get free activation plus they're going to send you a free gift as well. 972-PATRIOT, that's 972-PATRIOT, or patriotmobile.com slash pat to get your customized family plan for just $25, 35 45 or $55, 972-PATRIOT, or patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. I think that's about as strong a rebuke as I've, I've seen so far on the lockdown situation from, you know, medical personnel. Uh, that's great. And it makes, makes a lot of sense. You know, if we're going to hide in our homes, we're going to have, we're not going to have, we're not going to build up the immunity that we need. Meanwhile, it looks like the NBA is reopening team practice facilities. Uh, they started doing this Friday, where local restrictions eased, the uh, NBA facilities could be opened back up. That's exciting. Isn't it, though? Yeah. I mean, a few things are starting to break loose. It's like, you know, springtime in the Arctic, when the ice starts to break up just a little bit, Uh and boats can get through certain channels. Okay. Yeah. I I hear you there. Uh Uh-huh. Earth hater. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, somebody, um, I'm glad you brought that up. Remember how we said, there's no way a boat went through there. Yeah, I guess a boat did go through there. Somebody sent me that article a few years ago. Uh, a boat was able to make it through there. But it's not a recu- regular shipping channel now or anything like that. But, uh, ta-da, congratulations. Um, we got a boat through the Arctic. Okay. Because we had talked about that. And you and I were just they, like, there's no way that happened. They sailed it over... Where the ice used to be? Yeah, like there's like a gap. I don't know. I, I, huh. I don't exactly. Yeah, well, I'd have to I look into I the details about that. I didn't that. Look, in, uh, look for a map of the route. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I guess to one degree or another, a boat made it through. But of course, the article goes on to say how, well, we can't make this like a regular shipping route because it's not a permanent thing. 
It's not like uh, this is something right. we can go ahead and plan for the future because this was years ago and they haven't done it since. And how many times have we heard that boats try to do it and they get stuck in there <laughs> and then they've got to get rescued? I love it. I mean, over and over and over <laughs> we've heard that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, here in North Texas, in a town near us called Colleyville, uh, they are moving forward with relaxing restrictions on businesses and oh. churches. They're just opening up. Yep, this weekend. They're saying, come on. Let's let's do this. Uh, you know what? I'm just glad to be out here. All I had was queso, hot sauce, and chips, <laughs> Hugh Hunt said. Uh, because they opened up restaurants, and you could you could do these outdoor cafes. I'm not sure if they... Were they able to go inside the restaurant and eat in? Oh. The food, however impressive, was not the biggest incentive for uh, people flocking to the patio spot for lunch in Colleyville. Uh, somebody finally got the message. We've got to get back to normal, said Camilla Puckett. Everybody's feeling this way. We drove all the way from Rockwall, which is on the other side of Dallas, just to come over here and eat in Colleyville. Support what they're doing. We're excited about getting out to eat again, honestly. <laughs> See, look at that, man. We're pent up. Let's go. That's probably an hour and 20 minutes or so. Right. Uh, Steve and Brenda Swafford, like some others, applaud Colleyville's mayor for issuing a proclamation that allows non-essential businesses to reopen. That includes salons, gyms, and massage parlors for one-on-one appointments with proper employee safeguards and restaurants for patio dining with physical distancing. Okay. I mean, it's a great start. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, it's, it shows that somebody's got giblets. Uh, thank you. Thank you for exercising your giblets, because that's... Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. got to noodle that one out. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't think about it too much. I'm going to stop. <clears throat> it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just feel we're just about to blow, right? Don't you? I mean, it's starting to build. The pressure is building on that pot, and the lid's about to come off. Yep. And when it comes off... Uh, Colleyville, Texas will be in the lead. Yeah. Well, that's... That's Colleyville just kind of releasing some of that pressure a little bit. And that is really a good move. I mean, look That's at that. That's a great move. You had people drive from an hour away. Yeah. Uh, just to eat there. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's let's go. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I see. I did the math here. If you take the eight states that didn't have any kind of lockdowns whatsoever, and there's 13 right now uh, that are in the process of opening back up. I mean, we've got half the nation now. 21 states to one degree or another are getting back to being open for business. So that's a promising sign. Good. Yeah, that's good. Let's keep it going. You just got to keep that momentum going because we've lost 26.4 million jobs uh, since this debacle began. So, yeah, let's keep the momentum going. 888-900-3393. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got a tweet from Shall Not Be Infringed. Actions like the non-harassing harassment of the Arizona business owner are making people lose respect for law enforcement. We need more of these men and women to stand up to the mayors that are making them be fascists. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Bronco Nagurski fan club. I never point blame at the police officers. They deserve the benefit of the doubt in 99% of cases. But at what point does upholding that oath you swore become more important than simply keeping your job? It's a tough one. 
It is. <clears throat> Proud Mr. Graybeard, the officers are not stuck. They're outright in violation of the Constitution by enforcing unconstitutional laws. They took an oath to defend it, including by lawmakers. Uh, exponentially aggress, you know the thing. <laughs> you know the, you know the thing. thing. I support the police until they start enforcing draconian unconstitutional laws. They have a choice. I realize they likely could lose their job if they re, uh, refuse to enforce them. What's more important, though, the job or the Constitution? Uh, giblets, can we all go back to work now? <laughs> If for no other reason than to stop all these, we're all in this together commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. I thought I was just a bad person, you know? <laughs> you talking about, like, during the draft and stuff like that? Yes. I mean, it just wouldn't stop. One after another, and the, with the same tired phrase, we're all in this together. Okay, I got it. I know. I understand. We're in this together. Sort of. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm going solo on this one. Take care of myself. <laughs> From Freedom Pup, Anthony Fauci looks like a retired jockey dressed in a suit. He does look like a retired jockey. That's an excellent, <laughs> excellent point. <laughs> he does. Awesome. Why is that? Why does he look like a... Because he's a little guy, I, I guess. guess. <laughs> the Steve 42 tweets uh, who died and made Fauci president I didn't vote for him right. Curly the shark in the divine hierarchy who's at the top Cardinal mm. Tobin or Fauci oh uh, snap I that's know. a really good question but did I you think, consult an um, attorney an attorney uh, I called up Cardinal Tobin Cardinal, uh, Tobin. Cardinal Joe Card Tobin in Newark They're Cardinal Joe Tobin and I think it's got to be Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark I'm I think sure. that's who Fauci consults it's Cardinal Joe Tobin in New York, Newark. Mm -hmm. Deuce Five tweets and lockdowns, but but all of the doctors on Facebook and Twitter have told me everyone will die if I go outside. Uh huh. <laughs> so, that is so true. All right, let me take sixty seconds to tell you about books. Uh, roses are red. Social distancing makes us blue. <laughs> Can't be with mom this Mother's Day. Don't worry, we've got you. Uh, maybe you can't give mom a hug. Uh, because she's not at your house quarantined with you, but you can send flowers from the Books company. Books. You know, that's short for, for bouquets. Books are responsible, responsibly sourced from some of the world's finest eco-friendly farms. They're even, uh, they've even got farms on, on the sides of volcanoes, so the flowers stay fresher longer. Wow. Yeah, is that cool? <laughs> Um, flowers and plants have been proven to reduce stress and boost productivity. Now that we're spending more time at home, how about a little self-love to brighten your day and your space? And of course, Mom's Day, because that's coming up pretty fast here. Big savings mean you can send farm-fresh flowers, plants, and gift bundles to all the moms in your life. Your mom, a soon-to-be mom, your wife, your grandma, a dog mom, or treat yourself. Send smiles. No matter the miles, with books.com slash pat, that's B-O-U-Q-S, B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash pat, and enter the code pat for 25% off your entire order. Again, that's offer code pat for 25% off at books.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yep. Uh, there's a Hedwig Village restaurant in Houston that is defying 
state and county orders by offering a dine-in option. Oh. That bastard. Uh, he said, look, my employees are just, they're suffering right now. They're really having a hard time. It's been six weeks. I just have, I'm not trying to defy anybody. I'm not trying to be a rebel. We just have to live. My employees have to live and, and I got to make a living. I mean, it just makes so much sense. And it was nice of Cardinal Tobin to give the okay to that restaurant so that they could reopen. Yeah, we'll have to call uh, the owner and Matt Bryce and make sure that he did consult with Cardinal Joe Tobin. Um, but it's by re- reservation only. The Federal American Grill uh, is open for business, though. Said, we're trying to open the economy, trying to get people back to work in the safest manner possible. And he is spacing everybody out six feet okay, from each other. So he'll have like a table of four and then six feet and another table of four. All right. See, we're all in this together. <laughs> right. I mean, there you go. He's we're doing all in this part. together separately. <laughs> he, uh, he said he opened for business a few weeks before the orders went into place. He said he's expanding services while keeping safety measures in mind. Uh, we have sanitation buckets everywhere. We have social distancing. Uh, he's, I mean... The end there, he's being told he'll be arrested. He's going to be arrested. Yeah, because this is the town, Houston, Harris County, mm-hmm. where you have to wear a mask. Oh, yeah. Or a banana. <laughs> right, that was... Uh, yeah, KPRC, KPRC. Down in Houston, the news down there. KPRC TV Channel yeah. 2. Yeah. Uh, not the KPRC I worked for when I was in Houston. <clears throat> but uh, this is the, the TV station who... Uh, ran a report and had face masks <laughs> they had their bullet points face masks required starting monday april 27th yeah. through 30 days 10 years and older must wear face coverings homemade masks scarves bananas wow so wait that, i have to wear a banana is that a homemade banana you have to wear <laughs> and when they realize their mistake they actually put this up that's fun with a person wearing a, a, wearing a banana a- a lot of people responded wearing their <laughs> bananas down there in Houston. That's so, funny. Yeah, so that that's the funny. town there where uh, where you got to wear a banana. Wear a banana, mm-hmm. and he's uh, opening up so without bananas. Without bananas everywhere. I mean, that's gonna get him in trouble. Just well, saying. yeah, he could be arrested. We he could be arrested. That's I mean seriously. Uh, it, mm. But hey, but that's the autonomy that Texas is giving these towns. You know, these cities around the state. Mm-hmm. And the counties. I think it's a county thing, really. Uh, actually, it's no, because in Colleyville, the county that they're in, the judge of that county has said, I wish they had uh, coordinated with us first and talked to us. <laughs> Sorry, Cardinal Tobin here, <laughs> county judge here. <laughs> so, anyhow, so congratulations so, to Colleyville, yeah. Houston, not so much. M- meanwhile, in Miami, they went seven weeks without a homicide for the first time since 1957. <laughs> there is some good coming out of this uh-huh. quarantine. So even the murderers are they're staying, staying home. <laughs> even the murderers don't want to, they're afraid of getting sick and they're staying quarantined. <laughs> Look, I could totally uh, kill this guy. But. but I'm not going into his house and getting sick. He might be infected. <laughs> Crime rates in cities across the nation, by the way, have dropped as stay-at-home orders keep people indoors in an effort to fight the, the pandemic. In Miami, no hom- homicides for seven weeks. That is amazing. 
There were also no homicides during a six-week period for the first time since 1960. Mm. We can say that it's due to our police high visibility attributed with the pandemic and the stay-at-home order. That's obviously the stay-at-home order. Come on, man. (laughs) It's obviously the fear. Uh, Even the murderers, even the gangbangers are staying at home because they don't want to get sick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's not worth it. What a great way to control us, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean... I'll get even once the lockdown ends. Yeah. That's when he'll get his comeuppance. (laughs) Till then, I'm staying home. (laughs) Uh, MSNBC's Nicole Wallace has suggested uh, a silver lining from the coronavirus outbreak is that um, it's hurting Donald Trump. So that's the silver lining we're getting here. Isn't that great? That's Thank you, uh, Nicole, for rooting against... The president. Remember when people used to say, you're rooting against Barack Obama. You're rooting against him. Well, I'm rooting against his agenda. No, you're rooting against the president of the United States. You got to support the president. Yeah. No, I, I, I really don't if, yeah. I, if I don't agree with him. Right. If you want to see the president fail, you must want to see the country fail. Right. And nobody's accusing anybody of that anymore. That's perfectly fine now. Uh, jeez. There is something both tragic and pathetic and ironic about the fact that, uh, look, you know, a colorblind, genderblind, you know, state line blind virus to sort of have all of the president's sins from his first three years catch up with him. What? You can't stand there. Well, here, here she is, uh, I guess, talking about this. Nicole Wallace from MSNBC. Do we have it? <clears throat> she sounds a little something. Montage. Just do the montage on clip seven, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just and there seems play. to be this perception that maybe the virus has helped humanity buy some time when it comes to global warming. What's what's wrong with that assumption? Um, we'd have to keep mm-hmm. doing this even more and do it for the next 30 years to really begin to bend the curve on the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. Virologists for years tried to warn us that an invisible enemy would come out of the jungles if we just kept cutting all of them down, and they were right. So if any good can come of this, Allison, maybe it's it's an understanding that the climatologists who are warning about the invisible enemy up in our sky and in our seas, maybe we should take them seriously too. Good gosh. Okay, that wasn't exactly <laughs> right, what, no. what I was talking about was at my the time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's another bunch of lunacy from uh, idiotic leftists. Um, to finish up what uh, what Nicole Wallace was saying about the president's sins, she said, you can't stand there and lie. You can't contradict your scientists because they're the ones that stand at 66 and 68% public trust, not you. He's down at 38%. Pence is lower than him. I mean, he needs those people whether he likes what they say or not. And I wonder what you think about whether or not there's some silver lining there that some of the things that that we've been talking about for three years may be finally catching up with him. <laughs> I, I, it is a celebration from the left-wing media yeah. uh, that the economy is coming crashing down. From every angle. And that and that Trump is uh, under siege over this thing. And, you know, 
this this the briefing certainly didn't help much. No, no, and and, and we're living like like people have pointed out. We're living the Green New Deal now. This is this is the reality of what it would be like uh, with an economy in the toilet and people without jobs. Yeah, so, they they pretty much had had it happen. Now all they have to do is is remake everything in their socialist image, and uh, and we come out the other side of this as socialist nation. But I feel badly for uh, Mike Pence. You read that and it says that Mike yeah. Pence has a lower approval I don't, rate. I don't know that that's what, true. What's I that haven't guy doing? Seen I mean, that. He's just <laughs> that poor guy. I mean, you talk about somebody gets a raw deal. I know we barely even see him. Uh-huh. How is how does he have a lower than thirty eight percent approval rating? And he goes out there and he's calm and he's measured and he gives the facts. And yeah, he tries great. to reassure people. Yeah, he's really good, I think. And yet he is constantly a punching bag for the left. He's never said to inject yourself with disinfectant. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Kim Jong-un, he sent out a letter, so he must be alive. Oh, he's Pat. fine yeah, then. He's oh, fi- if he sent out a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that headline. Was it on his stationery, too? Because right. if it's on his stationery, you know he's fine. Yeah, if it's uh, signed, uh, fat little bastard, then that's... Uh... <laughs> Is that what Trump called him? Uh, what did he call him? Or no, that's what you called him. That's what we called him, But yeah. what did he call him? He called him... Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. That was your your name Mm -hmm. for (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't put it past Trump to call him that, though. No. (laughs) No, I wouldn't either. To his face. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. (laughs) Let me tell you about Omega XL. Because inflammation is likely the root cause of the pain that you have, if you have pain a lot, like back, back pain, neck pain, shoulder, leg pain. Inflammation is why you suffer with achy, painful joints. It's why I, ha- I think I have this pain in my elbow that I could barely touch this left elbow because it was so sore. Uh. And now look at it. After about two and a half, going on three weeks now, of taking Omega XL. That's great. Man. Uh, it feels great. Awesome. Um, and the thing is, if you don't treat the inflammation, it can cause permanent damage. Pain relievers and topical creams... They just—they don't treat the problem. They just mask it. But Omega XL goes right to the inflammation. Backed by 30 years of research, Omega XL is a powerful natural supplement that helps reduce pain due to inflammation while promoting healthy joints and increased mobility. There's nothing like it in the world. Just teeny tiny little gel caps uh, that are so easy to take. Staying healthy is on everybody's mind right now, so here's another reason to take Omega XL. Research shows... That Omega XL can help promote a healthy immune response. Here's a special offer to get you started. If you order right now, you'll get your second bottle of Omega XL for free. Basically, half off. So, for more information, visit OmegaXL.com pat or call 800-844-4888 or OmegaXL.com pat. some tweets here at Pat Unleashed, Swank Think. Uh, I had a follow-up with my doctor Friday, and so obviously I asked about COVID-19. I don't know where he stands politically, but he said this is extremely overblown. (laughs) He said it's honestly like the flu. Affects everyone differently. Uh, Then that's what they're finding as far as a mortality rate, too. 
It's about one to it's about point one to point five percent, I think. Uh, which is a you know maybe a little bit more than the flu. The the flu has a mortality rate <clears throat> of point one percent. Shall not be infringed, tweets Jeffy's 18 Spoons, uh, at Jeffy's 18 Spoons. So glad Pat said thank you for exercising your giblets <laughs> on one of Jeffy's days off. <laughs> I can only imagine the additional horrors we would have been subjected to. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he would not have let that one go. That's oh, true. Oh, boy. Pelosi's Botox and ice cream supplier. Uh, uh, wow, that must be a rich person. Wow, no kidding. Oof, man. You know, those Botox injections aren't cheap. Yeah. I think they're about 600 bucks a piece. And with Nancy, there's no off-season. Yeah. it's a, Her Botox and her pints of ice cream cost about the same. About 600 bucks a piece. Wow. Has anyone noticed how, since the start of Pat's new year, things went from bad to worse? Mess with the cosmos and mm. things go down the crapper. Oh. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, I told you not to do it. Right. And yeah. you did it anyway. You didn't do this. I didn't do it. Everybody else did this to you. <laughs> I begged you not to. What's it? March 2nd? Is that right? That's what it was? March 3rd. March 3rd? March 3rd, yeah. So uh, it's about the time it mm-hmm. started. Uh, ooh, mm-hmm. we, we it went something. south hard and fast. What have we done? Alexandria Go tweets, we're all in this together but apart. We're all united but separate. <laughs> we're all close but distant. <laughs> <laughs> and from Gunny A, we're all in this together. But we all don't have to have designer ice cream, Nancy. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's not in this with us. There's no question about that. No, no, no. Have we talked about the fact that CNN published a few stories on Kavanaugh and the accusations? Remember back in the Kavanaugh time when he was being, uh, when his hearing was going on with the Senate and, and the nomination process was happening? CNN published 700 stories on Kavanaugh's accusations on the general okay he did this there was a party here's what uh, Christine Blasey Ford says blah 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 700 stories how many have they done with Biden zero wow none that seems like a gap not a single one that's amazing that's incredible but I mean, this guy's—the other guy was a uh, running for Supreme Court, right? They were considering him for that. I mm-hmm. mean, what is this mm-hmm. Joe Biden guy? He's What's just his... running for president, so it's nothing like the Supreme Court. Not even the same thing. It's a completely different branch of government. I mean, he's not <laughs> running for Cardinal <laughs> Tobin's job. No, he's sure. not. So uh, as long as he's not going after the most powerful man in the in the country, <laughs> world, uh, world, <laughs> universe, perhaps. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's fascinating. And back in 1993, this is kind of interesting, too. The mother of Joe Biden's accuser called into Larry King live. Remember when Larry King used to be alive? (laughs) I was wondering where you're going with that. That's exactly what I was thinking. Not the show thing. No. You mean... When he was actually alive. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't just filled with formaldehyde and then placed in front of a camera. Yeah, he was actually living. San Luis Obispo. (laughs) Go ahead. You're on. Hello. Uh, okay. So, uh, uh, Angie Dickinson for the full hour. I don't think he could even say that anymore. No. Anyway, back in 1993, here's what happened when the mother of uh, Biden's accuser called in. 
We're back. A couple more phone calls on this very important topic. Our guests are former United States Senator Howard Baker, Richard Allen, former National Security Advisor, and Lois Romano of the Washington Post. San Luis Obispo, California. Hello. Yes, hello. Um, I'm wondering what um, uh, a, a staffer uh, would do, do besides go to the press in Washington. My daughter has just left there. Uh, after working for a prominent senator and could not get through with her problems at all. And the only thing she could have done was go to the press, and she chose not to do it out of respect for him. Or she had a story to tell, but out of respect for the person she worked for, she didn't tell it. That's true. Wow. And that was it. Then he went back to more calls. Maybe a follow-up, Larry? (laughs) You don't want to know who. You don't want to know why. You don't know what. You don't want to know what. You don't want to know where. I mean, did the producer get a name and number for this woman? I mean, can we follow up? That's crazy. That's really crazy. So out of respect for the office holder. Out of respect for Joe Biden. She just left. (laughs) Is that what happened? All right. Well, good call. Let's go back to the phones. Denver, Colorado. I mean, come on, man. What are you doing? Obviously, he didn't know the senator, but I wonder if he was tipped off to who she was talking about. I don't know. I mean, could have told the phone screener. A lot of stuff. Yeah, no, I, don't know. I, I doubt it because then he would have said, I don't want you to say the name of the future vice president here. I mean, And she didn't. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is I think if he did know, he would have, well, he probably wouldn't have even gone to the call. Uh, maybe not. But then he would have I don't know. somehow jumped in there to say, don't say his name. Which she may have been strongly instructed beforehand not to do. Huh. I don't know. Well, nice follow-up. Interesting, nice job. CNN, though. CNN, I mean, yeah. blazing trails in journalism for decades upon I will decades. say this, though. CNN was a lot different in 1993 than they are today. A lot different. I mean, they, they were not just a, a wing of the Democrat Party in 1993. I don't think. Uh, it's changed a lot. In fact, they've really, I mean, they picked up where MSNBC left off. Mm-hmm. So, and MSNBC still sucks as well. So let's make that perfectly clear. I mean, I'm not letting them off the hook. They are tremendously bad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Fascinating though, kind of because uh, you look back on that call and knowing what we know now, uh, hearing what she said, that she still respected him too much mm. to talk about it. Mm-mm. That's unfortunate. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed with traffic and weather together every nine minutes on the threes all morning long to get you there on time. Uh, got works. some tweets here. Scott Martis tweets, why can't MSNBC have Al Sharpton do a special on hydroxychloroquine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would that be great? Hydro, hydroelectric, high on chlorine, uh, Clorox wipes. uh, Uh, It would be fun. I was halfway expecting uh, the hairball moment there to to finish up the thought (laughs) on the Hydra. (laughs) That was a fun. That was a fun night when he coughed up the hairball. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) 
Oh, man. No human being has made that noise before. <laughs> Not on television. Since. I mean, come Not on. Not on television. Nobody, nobody's ever done this either. It Michael Ziha Bilaba. <laughs> Okay. All right. Preston us or Preston US. Obviously the murders in Miami. Oh, he thinks there has been murders and they're just classified COVID-19. <laughs> that is possible. That's uh, that's possible. Yes. Yeah. Shot in the head. Uh, he clearly had COVID-19. COVID. Write it down, yo. That's, that's one of the that's one of the first uh symptoms of COVID-19 is a hole in the head. And uh, he's got one. <laughs> Wait a minute. Vince Foster was the first COVID-19 death on record? <laughs> yes. Yes, this has been around a long time. Reopen the case. Right? <laughs> Bat Penguin tweets, our stupid governor is indicating he wants to keep Illinois schools closed this fall, too. What? All from his ivory tower in Chicago. Illinois. We're looking at moving to Missouri, which is only 25 minutes from our house. Jeez, wow. man. Oh, man. Man, that's ridiculous. I mean, if you wouldn't do school in the fall, yeah. come on now. Hey, now, now that the tweet's over, <clears throat> could you hit the Al Sharpton, uh, Michael Ziha deal again, please? Michael Ziha Biba. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Uh, look, look, you know, um, Fox News has got a uh, poser cardinal on today, apparently. They don't have... Oh, uh, they've got Cardinal Dolan. He's not the one you turn to. Right? As we all know. Did you consult an attorney? Uh, Uh, I I called up Cardinal Tobin. Thank uh, you. Cardinal Joe Tobin in Newark. Right. Right. Not Dolan. Not this poser. Come on. Uh, Michael Dolan. No. Timothy? Cardinal Dolan? Yeah. Timothy Dolan. Yeah. I mean, that's for... uh, you know, the, the Fox and Friends producer needs to have the number of wow. the Tucker Carlson producer because they got the wrong cardinal. Wrong, the wrong dude, man. Man. The wrong dude. Inexcusable. Is it okay to call a cardinal a dude? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool. all right. Okay. God's cool with that. All right. Good. Triple eight nine 888-933-93. Interesting story over the weekend about uh, the most dangerous place in Earth history. Did you read? Did you read about that? Did you see that in the paper today, Kevin? Did you read about that? I didn't see you that, see that in the <laughs> <laughs> international team international team of scientists led by uh, paleontologist uh, Nazar Ibrahim um, hey, what Jay? yeah what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nazar Ibrahim in the University of Detroit <laughs> Murphy uh, conducted a wide ranging survey of the creatures and geology in an area of southeastern Morocco called the Kem Kem group and apparently every just about every carnivorous Dinosaur known uh, wandered that particular area at that particular place. Hey, where is it? Yeah, it's in uh, southeastern Morocco. Huh. In fact, to my go. knowledge, the only places that even come close to being this dangerous are the mean streets of Helena. Oh, yeah. Pocatello. Right. And getting between Jeffy and the buffet at Golden Corral. <laughs> the only places that even come close. So... Uh, they mm-hmm. have evidence that Jeffy was there. Yeah, at the uh, yes. Yeah, and yes. the Morocco. I mean, we know place? he's old enough. Right, right. Okay. It was only a hundred million years ago. Well, wow, that's pretty think cool. He wasn't there. Yeah, these dinosaurs need a better <laughs> travel agent if they're all ending up in Morocco. <laughs> I know. Huh. It seemed like the best place. Of course, the climate was a little different too, um, because of our ethnic at the time. Uh, also, this is kind of interesting. From 1968 to 1993. Francois Clemens was a member of the neighborhood. Boys and girls, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. 
He was, uh, as he's known to generations of Americans, Officer Clemens on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Uh And over the years, Rogers, known to Clemens as either Fred or Doc, because of all the honorary degrees he had, became Clemens' mentor, father figure, and ultimately the spiritual love of my life. But the relationship wasn't always easy for Clemens. By the time the two met through Roger's wife at Joan, uh, his wife Joan at church, Clemens had survived a tumultuous and at times violent childhood. He became both an integral part of the neighborhood and Roger's own life. They were really good friends. But one day Officer Clemens was called into uh, Mr. Roger's office at the studio. And Mr. Roger said, Frank, you have talents and gifts that set you apart and above the crowd. Someone has informed us, though, that you were seen at the local gay bar downtown. Now, I want you to know, Frank, if you're gay, doesn't matter to me at all. Whatever you say and do is fine with me. But if you're going to be on the show as an important member of the neighborhood, you can't be out as gay. Oh, my gosh. Dig this man back up and kill him again. Erase him. Erase his name from the books. Wow. Make it a crime to ever utter the name Mr. Rogers. Does this seem reasonable? That if you're going to be on his show, and he's doing his show for kids in 1968, it's reasonable that he didn't want uh, his co-star to be outed? Is that reasonable to assume that that would have been probably a smart move, especially at that time? Yeah, you would have had a different problem. You know? Like, that that would have been <laughs> a, a show killer, right? At the time? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he's looking out for his show. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Francois Clemens didn't have to be on the show, right? If he wanted to be out and open, he could have left the show and he could have been out and open. That, and if Fred Rogers had some sort of problem with the gay lifestyle. Would have fired just, him. He just kicked him off the show. No questions asked. Didn't he have to bring up the other thing? Yeah. But I, you know this is going to be made into something. He's a he's a bigot. He's a homophobe. Blah, blah, blah. And they're going to they're gonna take today's, today's right. environment yep. and apply it to 1968. And you just can't. You can't do that. And when you're doing a children's show... In, in the late 60s and early 70s, of course you're going to ask the guy not to be outed. Good golly, that's ridiculous. He said, the world doesn't really need to know who you're sleeping with, if, especially if it's a man. You can, you can have it all if you can keep that part out of the limelight. Mm. Then he had a suggestion, though, and this is probably going to make it even worse. Oh, no. What, oh. Have you ever thought of getting married? People do make some compromises in life. Clemens writes in his memoir, by the time I left his office, I'd made up my mind to marry LaTanya May Sheridan, and they did, but they were divorced by 1974. And then it says, and he would begin living, uh, he would begin living life as an openly gay man. And he still didn't get fired. So he apparently went against uh, Fred Rogers' wishes and became open after that. And yet Clemens says, Lord have mercy, yes, I forgive him. More than that, I understand. I relied on the fact that this was his dream. Right! He had worked so hard for it. I knew Mr. Rogers' neighborhood was his whole life. But his book comes out May 5th. Ah, that should be fun. That should be fun. Great. Good. That's wonderful. 
<laughs> I mean, that's pretty understandable when you're doing a children's show that you might ask the guy, you know, can we keep this, you know, in, in our inside voice? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about the classic learning test. If you're familiar with the SAT and ACT, this is an alternative, and it's an especially great one right now, um, <clears throat> because you can take it at home and it can be proctored at home. So that's that's everything you need right now. <laughs> that's awesome. And the SAT is is set up especially with American history. Uh, to be anti-American because of the college board. Uh, that's who designs this test. And that's the, the SAT. And that's who then uh, made sure that American high schools reorganized their U.S. history to fit the SAT, which was now uh, told from a progressive stance. You don't have to worry about that with the CLT. And rather than canceling any tests due to COVID-19, CLT... The classic learning test has tripled their testing dates available this spring. More importantly, they're making the CLT available to students via remote proctoring at home. So um, the classic learning test has been used by tens of thousands of students, hundreds of colleges. It provides the most accurate and rigorous measure of academic formation, accomplishment, and potential, and better tests make better students. To register for the June 20th, official college entrance exam or other upcoming tests visit cltexam.com cltexam.com the exams can be taken from the comfort of your own home that's cltexam.com this is pat gray unleashed I remember the bicyclist who had a run-in with uh, Chris Cuomo. Oh, is this the guy who Cuomo kept referring to as a biker? Yes. Wanted us to think it's some guy on a hog with a big beard and tattoos. Yeah. Okay. He was riding a bicycle, <laughs> not some big Harley or something. <laughs> and he tried to intimidate the guy, mm -hmm. came at him and stopped, and then was telling him this wasn't over, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so here's the full interview. There's an interview with the biker who uh, who called him out. Here's some of the things he had to say. I said, you're not supposed to be out here. Nobody had gloves on. Nobody had masks on. There was yeah. um, three children, um, uh, you know, young, young adolescents. And I believe there was, um, I'm pretty sure it's his wife because I've seen pictures now. And, and then there was a third adult. So, um, you know, they're out there. Uh, they probably have cabin fever, you know, like everybody that, you know, has these, you know, is in the situation has, you know. And they, huh. you know, maybe, maybe they say, hey, we have masks on. We just drove out here. You know, they don't live there, okay? It's a steel structure. Um, and and if I probably were to say, I, I kind of understand. I would have just moved on. But he told right. me he was going to meet, he was going to meet me. And he goes, you're going to meet me over this. You will meet me again <laughs> over this. 
And um, at that point, he's now getting so, about so, 40 feet thousand. away. So he was in full roid rage at this point. I mean, he, he sounds almost he, he, dangerous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, this isn't at Chris Cuomo's house. This is out at the Hamptons, right? So he had to travel to this location. So for him to say, yeah, I just emerged from the basement after this encounter. Right. Such a liar. Yeah, well, I think this was his Hamptons house. I think they've got a house in the Hamptons. Right, but didn't he have to travel to this one? Is this well, yes. different, this is yeah, different yeah. than where he emerged, right? Yes. So my point is so. he had to I travel so. after supposedly being in quarantine is the way I understand it. My goodness. But, but you remember the the guy he was going to throw down the stairs at the bar that oh, confronted right. him and called him Fredo? I mean, this guy is out of control. Yeah. Roid rage is not, you know, that far-fetched Oh, when you're talking about Chris Cuomo. That's right. Didn't Chris Cuomo emerge from the basement and go, yeah, I'm sweating. Just got done. Ha- just that work it happens. out. It happens, happens when you're working out. Work it out. Yeah, just work it out. <laughs> <laughs> This guy. He's pathetic. Yeah. He's really pathetic. So, yeah, that's fun. Uh, all right. 888 Got to tell you about some merchandise. We've got some great merch for you at shop.theblaze. Shop.blazemedia.com slash Pat. Squiggly line underscore. No, I don't think you dot, need all dot, the dot. squiggly line. Keith 2. Stuff. Keith 2? Question mark. Dot HTML. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of great new stuff there. A lot of new T-shirts, like the uh, "That's Interesting Ivan" shirt, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know we were gonna do this yet. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I've already closed the my Big tab. Frog 1099 T-shirts. Yep, that's up there as well. Yeah, um, I'm gonna sell facial cream T-shirts. <laughs> yes, yes. There's the separation of church and um, state isn't in the Constitution. We're not a democracy. Uh, is there? Uh huh. Oh, oh. You're leaving your job to sell. Let's see. I'm leaving my job to sell facial, facial cream. cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Lots of good stuff. Moron trivia shirts are there. Uh, oh, oh no, no. This is my favorite. Are you really concerned? Or are you, you just, just making, making small, small talk? talk? <laughs> All these are available at <coughs> shop.blazemedia.com slash pat. Go there and buy it all. Okay? Buy, buy yeah, it all? All of it. Yeah, just sell out the store. Or you or you could play Pat Gray Bingo and try to win every week. Yes, um, you know, there's the, always that. The new bingo card pinned to the top of uh, Pat's Twitter page, at Pat Unleashed. Mm-hmm. We debuted that today, Yeah, and there's already been one crossed out. I'm just going to tell you. There, there's been two crossed out. Ooh. Yeah, We've already crossed out two. Mm-hmm. So we're well on the way toward awarding a fabulous prize selected especially for you. And they're next to each other. Oh, wow. Yep, yep, yep. That's a lot of help right there. We are 40% of the way home on a bingo. Okay. And so when, when you do get bingo, after, after playing along there... You'd be the first to call. 888-900-3393 uh-huh. and claim your prize. And we don't want any of this, uh, you know, when we go to you and say how you're on the blaze, bingo. Don't want any of that. Yeah. Okay, it's got to be enthusiastic. It's if there be... are people sleeping in your home, they need to wake up mm-hmm. when you call in. Bingo needs to be shouted like you're in a bingo hall. You wouldn't just say bingo uh, in a bingo <laughs> hall, right? Uh, you want to be heard, so you win the prize. Right. Right. Thank so you, you. Bingo. And then the person who's what? What? Yeah. And then the person who's overseeing it understands that somebody has bingo. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. All right. Or else you're disqualified. <laughs> We're gonna show you these um, uh, these protests that are happening. The nurse protest. This is kind of how the nurse protest 
started, yeah. right? What's happening is there are people who are protesting the lockdown, and then there are the nurses who know better. The nurses, they just want, they just want our best health. They just, they know that if we get out there now, we're all going to die. There's going to be nothing but piles of COVID dead bodies mm. all over America and the world. And we don't want that. And that's all the nurses are trying to, yeah. that's all they're trying to stop. And this video is from where <clears throat> it apparently all began, where the iconic nurse standing blocking traffic as protesters swarmed. Um, so there's something unusual yeah, about so this. Yeah, what, so watch this video. Here we go. Just there you go. Video, see? Yeah. So this lady's recording, you know. <laughs> see, people are honking to end the lockdown. Hi. And you see this nurse yeah, guy, right? See. He's about to go out there. What's this flag say here? As soon as he can uh, wait for the crosswalk signal. Ah, it's definitely not. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. They're staging. I'm glad I got this. And this is clearly staged. Because if you go back, because that guy right there has inspired nurses all across the country. So now if you go back to the still shot of the camera guy waiting for the nurse to cross the street, mm-hmm. you can see that they're, he, look, he's just waiting. He's just waiting. I got to wait for this guy here because now I'm going to get my iconic shot. Yeah. So I don't know if they knew each other. he only stood there for about two seconds yeah. and he left. Yeah. Got a shot. How is that iconic? Yeah, because because <laughs> when you're when you <laughs> see a when you see a still shot of that later, yeah, you have no idea he was standing there posing for <clears throat> a right. nanosecond. Right. It looks to you like he's and we've defiant. Seen that. You've seen that picture all over the place. Yep. It's like the uh, Tiananmen Square person in front of the, tra- the the tank tank guy at Tiananmen Square. And whether the guy in the nurse <laughs> outfit and the cameraman knew each other for five years or five seconds before that. Who knows? They clearly coordinated that little crosswalk adventure. Absolutely. Yeah. Gross. Totally grassroots. Just absolutely happened organically. Right, we and I'm so sick of seeing these stories about... organic oh, these, uh, uh, demonstration. Lock, it's in the lockdown protest. They're, they're not grassroots. No, they're organized. Of course they're organized. It's called social media where you tell people let's get together in front of the Capitol tomorrow at noon. Yeah, but none of the nurses are... are no, that's spontaneous. That just uh, They all just yeah. happen to gather at the same place at the same time. Uh, every time. so And all of the dance videos that they're doing in the halls of the hospital, those are oh, spontaneous, geez. too. There's right, no yes. coordination. There's no time. There's no time. They're too busy to have any um, uh, coordination with um, with dance moves and any of that stuff. No, no. Oh, we don't have time to choreograph this thing. Let's just all jump out in the middle of the hall at the same time and hope it all jives. <laughs> uh, also, we've got a nice uh, daddy-daughter uh, video here with the dad giving us all a lesson no, and the daughter both in, of them yeah in economics this is good stuff check this King, out. It's a lot of suckers at you with their money and you can't be no sucker at you with your money but i ain't no sucker bet you i don't okay what's assets assets are things that bring money into your bank account what's liabilities liabilities mm. are things that take money out your bank account <laughs> entrepreneurship is the act of becoming an entrepreneur What's entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship is a process of setting up a business or business. Taking on a greater than normal. Financial risk. What's an entrepreneur? Entrepreneur is a person that organizes and operates a business or businesses. Also taking on a greater than normal. Financial risk. What's financial mean? Money. And what's risk mean? Chance. Come on. What's it mean to own stock? When you own a share of a company. Come on. <laughs> what's real estate investing? Real estate investing is when you invest in a immovable property. What's the two types of real estates? 
commercial real estate and residential real estate. What's commercial real estate? Commercial real estate as property for businesses and workspace, like an office store and land. And what's residential real estate? Property to live on, like a house, <laughs> apartment, or condominium. Come on. It comes with extra fees when you have real estate, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Daddy tells you, you how many times he pays his per, uh, state property tax a year. Once a year. What's what's the type of maintenance fee? Cutting grass. Come on. What's HOA? Homeowner Association. And what comes along with that? HOA fee. Come on. <laughs> and when it comes to the brokerage percent, what percent is that? Seven. Come on. What's equity? Equity is the difference between what your business is worth minus what you owe on it. Also, assets minus? Liabilities and debt. Good job. What's credit report? Credit report is like a report card letting you know how well you did by paying your money back you borrowed. And how does credit affect your life? The better you keep your credit, the more opportunities you have to get funding. And what? Large purchases like? A car or a house. Come on. <laughs> and always repay what you owe. Because if you owe somebody, that means you're in debt. And you never want to be in debt. Because that means you owe somebody. And we don't never owe somebody. Because that ain't what suckers do. Period. Come on. Yeah, man. That's impressive. That is so Seriously good. impressive. That's so good. Wow. We'll have to tweet this out shortly. <laughs> My adult children aren't that schooled in finance. <laughs> Dang. That's impressive. Very good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I'm not that schooled in finance. That's pretty darn good. That's seriously. I love it. Seriously awesome. Mm -hmm. So be looking for that uh, daddy-daughter econ lesson uh, at Pat Unleashed shortly. <clears throat> so later this week, we find out what the unemployment rate uh, will be for uh, April. <laughs> Looks like um, as some states are starting to reopen, the jobless rate could hit 16%. Boy, that almost seems like... 16%. Or higher. Could yeah. be higher. I mean, uh, that that might be a, a an underestimate. That's what I'm afraid of. Uh, we've got 26.5 million Americans in the last uh, five weeks who are unemployed. So our unemployment rate is going to go from about 3.6% or whatever it was in uh, last time we checked in March to 16 to 20%-ish. Uh, we'll find out later on this week. But wow, it's not going to be good. We know that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Use that number tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Back Grand Lee.